This is Tim Bryan, pastor of Lifeway Apostolic Church, and this is our podcast. Thank you for joining us today. My prayer is that this message will inspire, build your faith, and draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Enjoy this message. Amen. John chapter 7, verse number 37. When you're there, say amen. The Bible says, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And then he says, He that believeth on me. Is there any believers in the house? He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow. Rivers of living water, but this spake ye he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Something's going to be in you. And that which is in you is going to flow out of you. And it's something about the Holy Ghost that when it starts to move, it's contagious because it's just not just for one individual. Because it'll start moving on this one, and it'll start moving on this one, and it'll start moving on this one. And what it does is it generates faith in the house. I want to preach today with the help of the Holy Ghost, the outflow of faith. The outflow of faith. Why don't you place your Bibles down? Why don't you lift your hands one more time in the house? Lord, we love you. Thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for Calvary. But, God, we know that today, Lord, that you are showed up, God, to deliver. You showed up to heal this morning, Lord, the brokenhearted. You showed up, God, to baptize us with the Holy Ghost this morning. And God, we do recognize, God, that you can do all things, but we also understand, God, amen, that we're not waiting on you, but you're waiting on us right now, Lord. And I pray, God, that you would walk every pew, walk every aisle, God, touch every heart. God, save us today, Lord. Resurrect us and revive us this morning. God, we promise to give you praise and to give you all of the glory. Let everybody say in Jesus' name. Why don't you turn around and shake somebody's hand this morning? Again, give them an apostolic smile and look them in the face and say, Jesus loves you, and I love you too. You can be seated, but don't sit down on Jesus this morning. Amen, the outflow of faith. Amen, before we can ever begin to start this morning, we have to understand the importance of faith. The Bible says that we walk, amen, not by sight, amen, but we walk by faith, amen. In other words, we don't have to see it to believe it because if God says it, that settles the issue, amen. If God says it, amen, he's a healer, amen, doesn't matter what man may say, God is simply going to be a healer, amen. He may not heal everybody, but faith says God is still a healer. Amen. God may not heal you this morning, but that doesn't take away from the fact that my faith in God says that God's always going to be a healer. Can we say amen this morning? 
Amen. I believe it was Jesus, amen, when he looked at Simon Peter and he said, Simon Peter, I've already prayed for you, amen. But he says Satan desires to sift you. He desires to get a hold of you. He desires to get, in other words, his horns on you. But I've already prayed for you, Peter. Amen. Not that your praise fails, not because praise can stop at any time. He said, not that your worship stops because, amen, worship can stop at any time. But he stopped over to pray for you, Peter, that no matter what happens during the sifting process, that your faith fails not. Jesus knew the importance of faith. As a matter of fact, the writer said, amen, that you can't approach God or please God without this thing we call faith. Look at your neighbor and say, do you got faith this morning? Amen. It's important that we understand as the church what we possess. Amen. It's more than just being baptized in Jesus' name and, and filled with the Holy Ghost. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. He said, I, he looked at his disciples, a, a group of men, and he, he handpicked Brother Runyon, and he had, he had dinner with and He had uh, fish fries with these guys, and he said, look, I, it, it is expedient that I leave. In other words, Jesus was saying, look, I've got to go. Being here is great. Being with you is great. Communion with you is great. We're having a good time, folks, to get healed. But Jesus said, look, I've got to go, guys, because it's not enough for you just to see me. It's not enough for me just to walk with you. But I want to live inside of you. He said, I just don't want to walk with you. I've got to go. It's, it's, it's going to be okay. But hear me, I've got, I've got to go because I've got to go because uh, when I come back, I want to live inside of you. Uh, and that's why the scripture says, uh, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be a witness. Uh, it's something about having the Holy Ghost uh, inside of you. Uh, that's why when a believer falls, uh, they can get back up. Uh, it's not by their own mind or no power is because the Holy Ghost is working on the inside of them and the Holy Ghost has changed their life and the Holy Ghost has picked them up and the Holy Ghost has transformed everything about their life. So whatever is on the inside, you ever heard the expression, amen, that whatever is on the inside is eventually going to seep out on the outside. I've heard the expression that whatever's in a man's heart this vicious action is going to show those things. Hear me this morning. If you possess the Holy Ghost, it's going to show on the, in, on the outside. Jesus doesn't work from the outside, amen, to the inside. He works on the inside outward, amen. So when you get the Holy Ghost, friend, it's going to show on the outside. It's going to be righteous peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's Christ in you, amen, the hope of glory. So everywhere I go, I got God with me. He walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I'm not his own. If you got the the Holy Ghost. You got hope. But there has to be this overwhelming expression. Amen. Hear me this morning. There has to be an overwhelming expression, Brother Rudden, of what dwells on the inside of you this morning. Amen. Hear me. I've been to, I was raised when I grew up in high school. Uh, basketball was my thing. Now, I don't look like a basketball player now because once I got the Holy Ghost, man, it started eating and started eating. And 
I believe I'm talking to people who can relate. I know what you're talking about. You go from a size 32 to none of your business. <laughs> but the moment, Brother Runyon, man, everything that, uh, everything that I've done revolved around basketball. I put in the time, the effort, man. Folks didn't have to look at me and tell me he was a basketball player. They knew I put in the effort. I put in the work. Amen. No matter what I did, everything was revolved around basketball because that was in my heart to be a basketball player. But hear me, friend. In 1999 of March, amen, God stepped in. And he said, I'm going to step in and I'm going to remove all doubt and I'm going to remove all fear and I'm going to work on the inside and get the outside right. And the Holy Ghost showed up and I got baptized and begin to speak in tongues and I've never been the same since that day I'm going to fall yes I've got troubles I've got trials but I've got Jesus on the inside working on the outside oh what a change in my life because he works on the inside amen to the outside Amen. As the church today, amen, there has to be people who can stand and testify, look back over life and say, I didn't get this way on my own. I used to be bound by drugs. Oh, yes, I did have an inside that was filled of sin, that was filled of things of this world. But God came in and replaced those things with the Holy Ghost. He replaced those things with peace and joy and love and grace and mercy nothing will satisfy that soul and that hunger like the Holy Ghost he said I've got to go it's expedient that I go but when I come back I'm not just want to walk with you I want to live inside of you Amen. Righteous peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want to lead and guide you into all truth. Hear me this morning. I'm preaching to somebody who may have walked in this building broken, confused, trying to figure this thing out. Hear me this morning. You come to the greatest place in earth. You come to the greatest place in Avon. You come to a place where there's hope. And you're surrounded by people who used to be ex-drug addicts and ex-sinners. But there came a day at the lowest point in life, his hand reached down and picked them up and he turned them around. And the same God that did it for them, he can do it for you today. Because he's no respect of persons. So he said, I pray for you, Peter. I pray for you. Amen. That when you fall, you still got faith. That when problems come your way, you still got faith. Can I tell you one thing the devil hates? Is when somebody who's got enough faith in God that when you fall, he hates for you to get back up. The enemy loves for you to fall and to stay down. Because if he can keep you down, he's got the upper hand on your life. 
Uh, the, the, the devil, listen, he has us out in this service because he knows that it's Sunday morning, man. It's, it's, it's below temperature and there's snow outside. And we just want to come to church and take it easy. I didn't come to take it easy this morning. I've tried it and I've tried it. But every time I sit down, Brother Runyon, something on the inside of me says, I just can't sit down because the God that I serve, he's greater than everything around me. So when I try and take a break it starts moving like fire you see we have to understand that the outflow of faith becomes contagious and as the body of Christians, we can't afford to take a day off because there'll be people coming in this building today that are, that are broken spiritually don't have it all together They've tried to do everything else and everything else fails. And the last thing that they want to do is go to the house of God and hear people who preach about Jesus. And we talk about Jesus, Brother Ryan, but there is no outward movement to what God had done on the inside of them. I want you to know today, friend, amen, the Bible says that we are so compassed about such a great cloud of witnesses, people who have been there, people who have been through the same stuff that you're going through, people who have been through the same junk, amen, that you had to deal with, but the God that they serve said, I'm going to pick you up and turn you around and place your feet upon a solid ground because faith the Bible says faith amen is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things you can't even see I, I pondered that scripture because I'm glad Jesus told us that because he's given us just this little bit of faith because the scripture says we walk by faith and not by sight because if we saw everything that God was doing, there would, no be, there would not be no need for faith, Brother Ryan. If we knew God was going to heal us on tomorrow, there would be no need for faith because Listen, we serve a God who doesn't have a 401k plan. He doesn't have a vacation package. Amen. God doesn't sleep. Amen. Because when you're sleeping, he's still moving. Amen. When you think God isn't moving, he's still moving. That's what faith is. There has to be actions on the outside. Amen. There are people in this building. You have all kinds of problems. You've been through all kinds of situations. Folks have given up on you, but you're still here this morning. You're still alive. You understand that what man can't do, all things are possible to them that believe that God is in this house to do something for somebody this morning. It begins to flow. He said, I'm going to be in you. But it's not enough, it's just not enough to be in you. It's going to have to come out of you. So he's, Jesus said, this is for everybody. He said, but I understand everybody doesn't want this. I'm going to take 120, and we're going to go to the upper room. And the Bible says they tarried. In other words, they waited. Brother Wayne, they waited. When things didn't look good, they waited. Folks, can you imagine those guys on the outside said, wait a minute, these guys are they're crazy. They go into this upper room. Who wants to stand in a box room? They, they're crazy. They, they lost their minds. Can you imagine what the denominal world is saying to us today? As you're driving down Avon Avenue and it's snowing, those guys are crazy. 
We're going to stay inside and watch the Colts games, even though they lost last night. God bless them. We're going to stay at home and sip on some, some hot chocolate and, and eat some cinnamons. Uh, they're, they're, they're crazy, but hear me. They got in that room. And the Bible saw all of a sudden the door open. And they just didn't come out of that door any kind of way, Brother Runyon. Amen. They come staggering out. Notice something. The same ones that saw them go in the room was the same ones that see them come out of the room. They went in the room with problems. Come on, preaching to somebody that showed up at church with all kinds of problems. Hell's bottom your mind. You're trying to put it together. You came here one way, but the Holy Ghost started moving. And God got a hold of your heart and God got a hold of circumstances and you walked out of this place different than when you came because God makes all things new and it was in that room and they're drunk they come in that room they're staggering looking at them they're thinking these guys are crazy it's, it's nine o'clock in the morning they've been sipping on the bottle man it's 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 Almost 12 o'clock in the morning. And the devil says, they've lost their mind. But hear me, when you need something from God so bad, you'll do what money can't do. You'll do what man can't do. Hear me. Because we're not in this to serve man. We're we're in this thing to serve God. Because truth be told, if you look at me, you probably see all kinds of flaws. And truth be told, If I looked at you long enough, I'd see all kinds of flaws. That's why when we come in this building, I don't have my eyes on you. I'm not concerned about what you're going through. I don't care what man has said about you. I understand that God wants to move in this house. And if anybody's going to get set free, God has to move. And we got to get our eyes on the hills. For he's coming. He's moving. He's moving. So faith, it's, it's an outward flow. It's an outward, outward expression. The Holy Ghost begins to move. We were, we were preaching at your service here just a couple of Sundays ago. And hear me, I, I, I've always preached this, and I believe this, that praise will get God in the building. But faith will move him. So we can have him in the building. He's okay. Listen, he's okay with that. Man, we can shout and dance. He's okay with that. But until we have faith, in other words, until you put uh, legs on your faith, God's not going to move. Because faith without works. In other words, you got to work at this thing called faith. Amen. When things are going your way, have faith. When hell comes your way, have faith. Put some legs on your faith and praise God. Right in the middle of your storm, praise God. Right in the middle of that desert, praise God. When all hell breaks loose, praise God. Because even when you don't think God's working, he's still moving on your behalf. So, So we have to understand that when we come here, God wants to move. Praise will get him here. But until somebody puts the gas pedal on faith, God's not going to move. So the body of Christ, we, we, we've been entrusted with the Holy Ghost. And hear me this morning, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, it's God's will for you to have the Holy Ghost today. Not tomorrow, today. 
Amen. But here, we have to do our part. And all of that has been an outflow of faith. Amen. The believer has to understand, I just can't come and be a spectator. So we were preaching a couple weeks ago, and uh, man, and we're having the Holy Ghost Church, and the Lord begins to move. And, but, but I felt there was enough faith in the building. Because hear me, when God moves by faith, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So we're, we're, we're preaching, Brother Brian, man, the Holy Ghost is moving. And, and this brother, he, he, was a, he was about this tall, and his wife was this tall. And I actually thought it was his, was his daughter, was his son. But she said he needs the Holy Ghost. Here, here was a wife pleading in desperation, God, he needs the Holy Ghost. He tried to put it together his way, and it just didn't work. He tried to fix it all up the way he wanted to fix it. It just didn't work. He finally got to that point when he said, God, here, I'm through with it. Let me have the Holy Ghost, please. And I'm watching him trying to see what his response is to what we call faith. And I watched him sit there with his eyes glued on the service. Man, he's watching everybody else. And I'm looking at everybody else and they're praising God. They didn't care what he was thinking about. They just knew God had to get in the house. They, didn't, they weren't concerned about what he had need of. They just realized that everyone that shows up to the house of God isn't perfect. You may have walked up, woke up this morning, everything may be perfect, but hear me this morning. That doesn't mean you get to take a day off because you don't know who may walk in this building who is hurting this morning and need God to move in their service. It's going to take more than just aiming the praise singers and the preacher and the pastor's wife. It's going to take everybody from north to south, east to west. When we all lift up Jesus, they source moving and things start happening. So here he is, man. He's, he's got his hands raised in the air. I'm thinking, man, this guy, he's going to get the Holy Ghost today. Now, he, he's, he's a Jamaican guy. And Brother Brownie, I don't, I don't like to make fun of people, but it sounds pretty funny. He, he's a Jamaican guy. He's real quiet, you know, and he's got his hands half raised, and he's got his eyes up. And I said, man, look, I'm going to give you the key to receiving the Holy Ghost. One is... You don't, don't ask God for what you need. Give him what he wants. Because if you give him what he wants, that means you've got your mind off what you need. So then he starts praising God. I'm saying, that's great. Now you got to have faith. I said, man, when, when are you going to get the Holy Ghost? He's tears coming down his eyes. He said, I want the Holy Ghost right now. Because hear me. After the service, he told me, he said, man, you don't know how long I've longed for this. I've had countless nights where I couldn't sleep. It seems like the devil was on my trail. And I couldn't get an upper, uh, upper hand on life. He said, I came to church tonight expecting not for God to, to receive something for God. But the moment you start talking about faith and God just doesn't want to talk with it, he wants to live inside of you. He said, I realize I got to have him. I got to have him today. All of a sudden, I said, brother, the Holy Ghost is there. Just as one, two, three, he raises up his hand. Listen, I, there's nothing special about Brother Harper. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And there's no select sections in heaven. We're all going to heaven if we've been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And this man recognized, I don't have all day. I can't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. He began to raise his hands. And there was a faith cloud that filled that room. One man, all of a sudden there was a faith cloud that moved that room. I was watching folks' hands 
pastor, there's a guy walking that building. It looked like he just stepped out of a biker book. Beard down here, brother Runyon, man. And, and truth be told, I mean, if it was up to us, he doesn't even deserve, he's not clean cut enough to be in the kingdom of God. But we looked for him, we couldn't find him, brother, brother sister Brian, he was laid out on the floor of the Holy Ghost, had knocked him out. It was all because people had faith. Here's this man with his hands in the air. And within 30 seconds, the Holy Ghost began to move. How do you know he got the Holy Ghost, Brother Harvey? He's got his eyes closed, his mouth, his mouth was closed. Yeah, but all of a sudden, something started to move on the inside. And what was on the inside, there was an outflow on the outside. And he began to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gave him the utterance. Amen. There were people healed that day. Not just physical healings, amen, but spiritual healings. Amen. You can walk in this building with your health and everything looking fine, but you can still be broken on the inside. Amen. You can be suffering from spiritual depression. Amen. But I want you to know, amen, that when faith begins to fill this room, God will begin to move. And when faith starts moving, friend, you can get the Holy Ghost. And when faith starts moving, your kids can get the Holy Ghost. And when God starts moving, you can be healed. But we just got to have faith. So God sets us up. Praise to get him in the building question is, do we have faith? We don't have to see it to believe it. Do we have faith? I, I, I can always tell a person who has faith is because they're walking to the, to the house of God, man, and you've got those faith worshipers. you got those faith praises because you know what they're going through. They've even confided in you, hey, uh, my marriage is on the rocks. I, I may lose my house. So, and they, they walk through the house, man, they're praising God. Why are they praising God? Hear me. There are some things we just can't tell everybody. Because if we told everybody everything, by the time we get home, it'll be on Facebook and Twitter and, and MySpace and, and whoever else's space. So there's some things, amen, are just between you and God. That When you walk into the house of God, you say, God, here, I gave you the problem. I gave you the issue. I told you about the circumstance. Amen. So when I get to the house of God, I'm not just going to sit down like you owe me everything. Because truth be told, you don't owe me nothing. But I owe you everything. And when I get to the house of God, I don't care who's looking at me. I don't care what time it is. I recognize I've got to praise God. And when the praises go up, And when the praises go up, then the glory comes down. And when you put your foot on the pedal of faith, then God starts moving. He may leapfrog you and save this one. He may leapfrog this one and fill this one with the Holy Ghost. He may leapfrog you and touch your broken heart. He may leapfrog all the way over here and fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. Because faith, my friend, is not meant to be held in a bottle. Faith is meant to be is not meant to be contained. It's meant to be contagious. So when we get him in the house, then he's going to move. The question we need to ask ourselves is how bad do we need Jesus in the house? The question is, is how bad do we need him in the house? Him, I don't know how you feel, but I didn't wake up this morning with everything all perfect. 
I need Jesus. Simply stated, I need Jesus. But hear me. Jesus is already here. I didn't bring him, bring him from Greenfield with me this morning. No, I didn't put him in a bag and throw a nice suit. No, no. He is already here. We praise God. We worship God. But here's the thing. God wants to move. But the only way God's going to move in this service is when we put faith to work. Let's all stand this morning. It's simple, but yet profound and powerful. God responds when we activate our faith. See, you, you can't be concerned about what you need. But if you'll give him what he desires, that opens up an avenue for God to start. Listen, I've seen folks come to the house of God broken and confused, lost their way, but got in the presence of God, hands lifted high, and now watch the Holy Ghost begin to move on them. You see, you can't be concerned about the surrounding around you. You've got to pull your spiritual blinders and say, God, I've been struggling with this for long enough. I've been suffering with this for a long time. I'm depressed, God. I just need you to touch me, God. I can't seem to find luck. Everywhere I look, it's always this. It's war, it's me. But I've come this morning, God. I've got my eyes focused on you because I need you to move in my life. I need you to touch my family, God, and put the pieces together. I need you to touch my family, God, and save my husband and save my kids. So I'm not focused on what I need. I'm going to give you what you want. And when we learn to break, and when we learn to break out this shell, Break out that shell of shyness. And we really realize it's not about us. Our life is a story that's being written every day. New chapters every day. On this Sunday morning, Holy Ghost is speaking to hearts this morning. Because you walked in this place trying to figure it out. You walked in this place and thought, man, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm okay. But deep down on the inside, there's this void. And we'll fill that void with anything we can to get happiness. We'll fill it and fill it and fill it. We'll wake up the next morning there's still the pain. Everything looks fine on the outside, man. You can shout and dance, but on the inside, there's this void. And Jesus is the only one who can satisfy that void. So preacher, what are you saying? So he's here this morning. I just want to know, the writer said, listen, we, 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 we know we press towards the Lord, we know all that. But the writer put in there, he said, I just want to know him. He said, simple words, I just want to know him. So faith says, I just got to have faith in God. No matter what I'm going through, I've got to learn to trust him. Because I can't do nothing with it. But, but the Bible says, now unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly, above all we can have asked to think according to the power, listen, that worketh 
It's in us. It wants to flow. So I want you to raise your hands this morning. Every hand raised this morning. Doesn't matter who you are. You may be a guest of ours. We love you this morning. But hear me, you need Jesus this morning. Jesus has to be the center of your life. He has to be number one. Everything has to be Christ-centered. It's not about me. It's not my, my agenda. Not my, it's not my aspirations. But everything that we do is focused around God. It has to be Christ-centered. Because when you can put Christ in the center of it all, amen, he will work everything. All things work together for the good. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean it's going to work out how you think it should work out. But all things work together for hear me this morning if you've never repented of your sins if you've never been baptized in Jesus name and you don't have the Holy Ghost or the evidence of speaking in tongues I'm speaking to you right now in Jesus name and this will be a good time for the church the believers to start praying because you don't have to know what everybody's going through the broken hearted, the one who's confused, the, the one who's trying to find their way. Let me help you this morning. You, amen, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And he's in this place today. Amen, the way maker's here today. You don't have to look anywhere else. He's here. Your life source is here. Your help is here. Your redeemer is here. Your peace and your hope and your eternal security is all wrapped up in Jesus because all the fullness of the Godhead power, it dwells in him. So hear me right now in this place. I want you to grab a hold of somebody's hand beside you right now in Jesus' name. We're going to flood this altar right now. The praise singers are going to sing. Hear me. you got to have faith. You gotta have faith this morning. You can't even approach God. You can't even please Him without faith. So I want you to take that hand that you've got this morning. Listen, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can get it this morning. Don't you leave this place with the devil telling you don't need this. You need the Holy Ghost because it's Christ in you. He said, Greater is He that's in you. And he that's in the world. It's all about God being in you. It's all about God dwelling in you. So I want you right now in Jesus' name, that hand that you got a hold of this morning, I want you to take that hand and I want you to lead them to the altar this morning because we're going to pray. We're going to fill this place with conviction and faith. And I believe this morning, whatever you need, God can supply the need this morning. Whatever the problem is this morning, God can solve the problem. If you lost your way, he's a way maker. And if you need saved, he's a savior. If you need hope, God can give you hope. Because this is a day. This is a moment. This is the hour. And God's going to do it. Come on, grab that hand. Lead them to the altar this morning. Come on, find you somebody to pray with this morning. God's going to move. We just got to let faith go. That's it. Let it go. Stop telling, amen, your God how big your problems is. And turn the script around and tell your problems how big your God is. God's going to heal my body. God's going to save my family. God's going to fill me with the Holy Ghost. God's going to move right now in this house. Come on, lift your hands. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, 
and review this podcast. If you would like to know more information about our church, please check us out on Facebook at Lifeway Apostolic Church. May God richly bless you.